Hello and welcome to my Caravan Industry Insights podcast. This podcast is for anyone working in the caravan industry, whether you're from a manufacturer, supplier or dealer here in the UK or elsewhere. So listen every week to hear insights, interviews and marketing tips to help keep you and your business more informed and successful. I'm John Rawlings, a journalist and communications expert with a lifelong passion for caravanning and 20 plus years PR and events experience in the car and caravan industries. From starting in the editorial team at Practical Caravan Magazine to working in the press offices at Vauxhall, Volvo and Volkswagen and now in my own business specialising in the caravan industry. In last week's episode we talked about content and content marketing and how it's important on your website. So I thought a natural link is to this week talk about actual websites and how, how to make your website work effectively for you because I know that there are a lot of smaller, medium to smaller businesses in the caravan industry who know that they've got to have a website, but probably don't update it regularly enough, or maybe aren't, haven't had any, any insights on how to make a website work better for you. So I'm going to talk to a website expert this week who helps me with my website, which I'm ashamed to say I don't update as often as I should. So I'm going to take some learnings out of today's podcast interview as well. And we're going to talk to Ben, Ben Bellamy from Shoutable Agency, and I'll let Ben introduce himself. So Ben, say hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me firstly. No. Uh, so my name is Ben Bellamy and my web agency is called Shoutable. We are a web design company. We work with customers throughout the UK, US and Australia with their websites and the web design. We also offer web hosting as well for different companies and WordPress maintenance as well. So we kind of do the whole the whole website package so you're uh, for working, businesses of all sizes. So yeah, so apart from my business, you're working with businesses across all, all sectors really, aren't you? And it's now, it really is quite diverse. Yes, mm. really quite diverse. I have a range of you know, business coaches, hairdressers, plumbers, graphic designers, podcasters. You know, there's a real, the real range of different businesses on different levels as well. So we kind of uh, really cater for everybody. Well, thank you for hosting mine. And I am going to throw some money at it and getting, getting it all updated because it is long <laughs> overdue. But so tell me what you think of current, I don't know, what, what are the current trends in, in websites and how important, well, I know we, we all know it's important to have a good website, but just how important is it from your perspective? Massively, I think. When we look at the last few years, especially uh, yeah. the pandemic and in lockdowns, there was a big digital boom. So lots of the businesses out there weren't able to trade, obviously, and you know do their normal day to day activities. And so a lot of the businesses were moving themselves online. So we definitely had a very a big uptick in inquiries for people, basically saying, you know, I had people ringing me up saying my business has been word of mouth and, you know, I have brick and mortar business for the last 20 years and I've never got online. And now I'm like, oh, I really need to get online because I, you know, I can't do my brick and mortar business. Mm. Uh, so there definitely was that, that uptick, which I think actually has, uh, has really carried on. You know, the world has changed in many, many different ways, mm -hmm. but I, the reason why having a website is required is important regardless for any business owner is that is your digital shop front. So you want to have the information about your business available 24 seven for somebody to go on and have a look and see how you can help them, what you, you know, what you do, what you offer, and either, you know, you can buy, buy that product or service through the website or get in touch in order to kind of get the, the process started. 
it really is a very powerful marketing tool. Because I, I think a lot of, of people big... do do a lot of social media and think, oh, I've got a Facebook page, I don't need a website. But but you still do, particularly with Google rankings, et cetera, and, and finding it being massively, yeah, massively. You know, one of my biggest, one of the biggest objections that I really hear about from from people online about getting a website is the often, you know, often think, well, I've got Instagram, I'm an Instagram page, so I don't need. Uh, they need a website, but really having a website gives you that credibility as a business. Um, it allows you a space to showcase who you are and what you do. And if you are using WordPress, for example, you own your own website. Whereas when you are putting all your eggs into Facebook, Instagram, you don't own those platforms. Those platforms can disappear. I think actually, was it not last year? I think there was a 48 hour period or something where Facebook and Instagram were completely down. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. you know, it just, you can't have all your eggs. No, in those baskets. In, in the social media. I mean, social media is a great tool, but you need yeah. to diversify for sure. Yeah. I mean, they're great platforms for driving traffic to your website, really, aren't they? Yeah. It's exactly. far too easy. You hear horrible stories of people's web, uh, uh, Facebook pages being hacked and losing everything. And yes. yeah, definitely can't rely on it. But is any website better than no website then? Because there's some pretty ropey-looking websites out there that people have already done themselves. <laughs> uh, this is an interesting one because there's lots of good and negative points. I would say so. I would encourage any business owner to there are there are a range of businesses out there, and if you're a startup or you don't have a lot of funding, then you're going to have to create your own website, maybe with Wix or Squarespace, one of these tools, which can be quite good for you know when you're just starting out. Yeah. Obviously, it's probably you're not a web designer and you know you're doing your business. So yeah. your website's not going to be as professional, but you are still going to get the benefits of people being able to go on to your website potential clients and see what you do and what you offer. However, it does have to be done in a slightly certain way, I would say, where maybe you'd want to use a template on one of these builders and, and rather than creating something from scratch, you've got to try and look professional with it in what you you can do with your capacity. I know it's easy for me to say <laughs> as a web designer, I appreciate some, some businesses just, when they're getting started, they just don't have, you know, they don't have the funds, but it is important to try and have something that's at least looking as professional as it can be. Yeah. But I would say it's really important for kind of any business to have a website. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But then it's a question of updating it, isn't it really? Because you wouldn't, someone once told me mm-hmm. you wouldn't put the same advert out every week, every month, every year, you got to, you can't have the same looking website. You've got to keep it fresh. I think there's a common misconception, I think, where people think they need to overwrite their content constantly. So one of the reasons you could have a website is for the Google rankings and for SDO, for your search engine optimization. Yeah. So by having a website, hopefully you're going to rank on Google. So then people are going to find you that way. If you are constantly overwriting your content on your website all the time, you might have a page that is ranking well on Google that's getting you found that actually once you've changed that, you're going to knock yourself off that ranking. I'm actually working with a customer at the moment who they had their website redone three years ago, not by us, by somebody else, Mm. and completely obliterated their SEO rankings because the website was redone. Their traffic absolutely dropped off to the point where it's massively impacted their revenue because they're just not having the same inquiries like they used to. So, however, although I do say that, you do want to have your website updated in the sense that you want to keep it looking modern, 
looking, you know, well, if you maybe haven't had a new design in a few years, mm -hmm. uh, that could be good, but it's important. And this is why, you know, it kind of all ties together with working with the right web designer and web agency, because you want someone who actually knows and understands the yeah. process and is not going to, you know, cause any damage. And there are so many web designers out there, which would just, you know, slap me on your website together and not think about the, you know, those important okay. parts to yeah. not cause damage. So yes. And no, <laughs> no, yes, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. That make that does make sense. A lot of sense. But then, so you can put you can put fresh content on there by having a, a page with news or yeah, blogs, so is that still blogs, the, yeah for sure? So is that still the absolutely the best it is. route? Yeah, absolutely. So I would always be encouraging people to write blog content. If you host a podcast, have your podcast on there. Yes. If you do a YouTube show, you can even, you know, embed the YouTube video and have like a text write up as well. And you really want to do this for, I'd say, even if we were, just, you know, if you're just kind of getting started, I suppose, with, with logging, it's quite straightforward these days to find the most common search phrases that people are putting into Google. There are lots of tools you can use like keyword searching to find specific tools. So I suppose within the caravan industry, even maybe something as simple as um, what's the current most popular brand of caravan or top 10 caravan brands, for example, mm -hmm. um, and then creating content based upon the, what you don't want to be doing is creating or uh, creating content. You want it to be based keywords and because ultimately you want it to be found, right? So you want yeah. that content to be ranking on Google so people can find it. So it's important to put a little bit of thought behind it, but definitely, you know, adding blogs, as many blogs as you can really within, you know, quality over quantity, but yeah. <laughs> adding regular, adding regular blogs is a really good way uh, to keep your content fresh and up to date. And obviously that looks good for Google as well. Mm. God, no, I'm guilty of that. Cause I think there's nothing worse than going onto a website and if there is, if there is a news page and it's, it's a year out of date, nothing's been posted for a year and. Yeah, I'm probably guilty of that because I'm fine if somebody's paying me to write blogs for them. But when I get around to do my own, I think it's like the plumber with a leaking tap or something, whatever the expression is. <laughs> so yes, guilty. I will desperately yeah. try and do some over, over the weekend. But at least I've got my podcast content going on there now. So that that will help. Even so, yeah. Yeah, a blog doesn't even have to be very long. I know there's an optimal length for, for blogs, but something has got to be better than nothing, mm. hasn't it? I would say so. And even, I suppose, with you, with your podcast... Even the fact that that's being added every single, you know, every single week yes. is, will be doing you some good yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's cool. And they used to say that video is a good thing to have on your, on your homepage because it automatically makes people stop and watch, hopefully, if it's good video. And then that's going to help your dwell time, isn't it? Is that, good? Is that still correct? I would say so. Yes. There's a fine balance because you would want to embed the video maybe you'd host the video on vimeo or youtube and embed it sometimes when you add a video to a website and it is stored on the website it can be quite slow so you'd have the negative effects there where you're creating a slow site which would hurt you mm -hmm. but having a great video on the home page and you know keep keeping the eyeballs on the page you know definitely that's mm -hmm. something to consider i mean it's also just good for giving you know potential customers really good insight Absolutely. To see, to see what stuff, you know, what you do and what you offer and how it works. It's, it's just a good way to, and I don't think many people utilize that as much as, as much as they should really. People want that, but you know, almost behind the scenes, 
you know, look and to actually see that you are real and that yeah. you're established and you're, you know, and all those kind of great things for the authority. Yeah. I mean, I have criticised some some dealers in particular who obviously are very good at being caravan dealers and retailers, etc. But they tend to, a lot of them tend to just use the material that they're given to you by the brands that they're selling. There's not always very much about them as a business. I mean, the content they're given by the brands is obviously very high quality and fantastic, great content. But mm-hmm. I think the, you, you're, what you're saying is the opportunity is to say something about themselves, to get behind the scenes of their business, to make the customer think, why should they go to that business rather than the other? If every, every website's got the same content that's been given to them by the manufacturer, then that's a bit sort of same. You've got to differentiate yourself, haven't you? Absolutely. It's about showing where you, you are unique because that's what's going to set you apart. Mm. And that's the difference between a customer choosing your business versus somebody else's business. Absolutely. Uh, so I think I think businesses should be doing everything they can to kind of show, you know, how they're different, how they're unique, and the inside, you know, the inside look. Yeah, yeah. So yes, uh, video is good for that. But I th- a quick shout out for podcasting because podcasting is a really good way to get the brand message across and, and to do something. If people find doing their own videos either intimidating or too much hassle, then yeah. I, I would say a podcast is a really good opportunity to do that. Do, do websites need up, updating from a technical side? side? I know that you look after all the hosting for mine, etc. But are there constant security threats and, and other things to worry about? Yes, if the hackers of the world could just stop, please, that would be great. <laughs> Why um, did they do it? What pleasure did they get? What what benefit to them is there of screwing up my website? I think, or I think perhaps maybe like if we think about an e-commerce website, for example, yeah, where there's customer data, possibly card data, you know, personal information. So there are certain websites on the internet that are, you know, if you were going to hack a website, it would be more beneficial to you where you could take that kind of info. Oftentimes there are these kind of programs and bots that just, just constantly running, scanning all the websites on the internet for, you know, vulnerabilities and ways that they can kind of get in and access. So it's not not even really a necessarily a pick and, you know, pick and choose. It's kind of all websites are really quite vulnerable. Especially if you are on WordPress, because WordPress is open source, it is important that you do have regular website backups, security installed, and also that the software is up to date. Because with WordPress specifically, WordPress itself needs updating, the plugins that you use need updating. And what happens is when a, a plugin, which is a, which would run a part of the website becomes out of date, then a hacker can exploit that, can find a way, because it's outdated software, they can find a way to gain access to the website. Or, you know, even I get emails, you know, every day and every week about various security things that are happening, various new exploits. There's always a new exploit that's been discovered with a piece of software, someone will find something and then they have to release a patch and we have to update it. So it is, and now, now you might be thinking for smaller businesses, you might be thinking, well, you know, it's, what does it really matter for me? You know, I can understand if it was a, an enormous corporation's website or something that mm. would be bad for me as a small business. It is important for all businesses because you have invested in your own website. So whether that's time where you've done it yourself or whether that's money and you've had somebody do it for you. So you need to protect your investment and make sure because the worst thing that can happen is 
you know, you lose your website, the files get deleted, corrupted or something worse, mm-hmm. you know, you want to have that backed up. And again, once that, you know, if that was to disappear, that's a really valid tool in your marketing toolbox for your business that all of a sudden is just, you know, is just gone. Mm. So it, it is a, it is really important thing to kind of keep. It's interesting. Keep yeah. To date going. Yeah. So once you've done all your marketing and PR, et cetera, to get people to drive traffic to your website, once they're there, it's got, it's got to work and deliver something. So I always think, well, do you, do you agree that most of the time, the first, is it what, three seconds of someone's attention span is good to get the impact to quickly learn what your business is all about? Absolutely. Especially if they have come from Google. Because, you know, when we, when we think about our own habits, when we're Googling something, you know, we click the first result, we look at it, if it's not right, you know, we're immediately off to the next result. Yeah. So, it needs so to load, load it's really as well. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, the website needs to be loading as quick as possible. Um, and you need to have the right information at the very top as well. Mm-hmm. You need to really clean, kind of stay who you are and what you do in a really concise way, because mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you are when people especially when people are searching for google for something you want to make sure they're looking to see if you can help them you want to you know really highlight how you can do that mm-hmm. which is why it's also sort of important to not sort of important, it is really important <laughs> to have some kind of data capture on your site so that's uh, a yes. lead magnet that yes. people can download an email sign up yeah you know some even a, a you know a chat a chat bot pop-up where it yeah. reflects an email address when you're writing a message because those people those browsers, they will just disappear if you don't collect their data in some way. And right. you want to be able to remarket to them at a later stage. Even you know, having your having your Facebook pixel installed on your site uh-huh. that you can do Facebook ads and remarket, you know, however, you know, whatever your marketing strategy is, it's important to make sure you've got those steps in place because, you know, at the end of the day, having a beautiful site is amazing. But if people are landing on it and then they're just disappearing, you know, that's a big it's a waste and of an opportunity. Loss of customer. Yes. Absolutely waste opportunity. 100%. And there's so much you can do now, isn't there? As you say, with all these opportunities to remarket to them via Facebook, etc. It's jolly clever stuff. <laughs> Bit scary, yes. but very clever. <laughs> <laughs> I so need to do that as well. Gosh, there's another thing I'd add to my list. Now, you mentioned something there that I thought was interesting. Oh, yeah. So obviously, it's quite clearly one thing I hate is you have to scroll down to find the information. You want like, obvious information like contact details or or maybe a link a link to to something most important bit. So a menu and I always think contact details at the top is a good good call, isn't it? Yes, I think try and make things as obvious as possible. Yeah, I think commonly as well, contact details in the footer is a really common place at the very bottom. Or make it obvious, you know, if there's a get in touch or contact page. Yeah, you don't want people to have to be hunting for the information. Because no. again, in the way that we work as human beings, we don't have time for it and we don't care. We will just, you know, go back, back to the next Google result, um, yeah. or we'll just get fed up. And if, you know, if there's a difficult, I mean, this goes throughout all business, I suppose, if there's a difficult process, it's not great for your customer mm. and it's just going to put them off. So mm. having that information really visible and clear is really, really important and, and making sure everything works as well. You know, I've worked with some clients. Or clients have you know come to me in the past and said, oh, you know, my website's not working. Some other developer's done it. The contact form, the emails don't get delivered. So the customer has no idea when someone fills out a contact form, if someone's even contacting them. 
your pages don't load properly or links don't work. So those mm-hmm. small details are, you know, super important to mm-hmm. get right. Because otherwise, again, it's, you know, you've got this tool that isn't working hard for you like it should be. And, and one thing that niggles me a little bit with websites, and I, I understand the reason for it, but I was on a website for a <laughs> camper van, looking at a camper van the other day, and I wanted to download a brochure because I'm quite like to look at a brochure still. It's a bit old fashioned. So even if it's an electronic brochure, that's fine, but I like to see some decent imagery of the product. Some companies still ask for your sort of contact details before they'll let you look at the brochure. Is that, we've just talked about wanting to get people's details, which is obviously, yeah, really great. But sometimes I don't want to necessarily give someone that. I just want to see the brochure without doing that. So what's what's your view on that? Is that something you recommend to clients or is it something, is it a blog? <laughs> and that's a tough one. Uh, Although people agree. used to ask for a lot of information, didn't they? they? Used to give your name, address, and everything. Now, just an email address, I'm I'm just about okay. But if they ask for anything more than yeah. that, uh, it's a block for me. I mm. I think keep it as short as possible for sure, because the moment you're then presenting someone with twenty questions to get a bit of information, you know, people just won't do it. Yeah. So I think I think the bare minimum is even like a first name and an email address is. You know, it's it probably limited. It depends, I think, depends on the service as well. So, for example, say your service was maybe like £20,000, you probably would want to add some more questions in there to weed out people that are serious and can actually, you know, are actually interested. Like, but so maybe, you know, lower value staff sort of on the other end of the scale. Um, you know, you don't want to be presenting people with lots of lots of questions. No. You could also make a data-driven decision here. I'm all about the data-driven decisions. So Tell me could more. go maybe a period. <laughs> you go a period of months and say, right, we're going to implement this option where people have to give us some details to get the brochure. And then we'll do another few months where actually they don't. And just see how you can kind of like track the data. So did you get more signups? Did you get less? Did it put people off? Did it not? Uh, Obviously, if you you were having a, a a way where they weren't giving details, you'd still have to find a maybe you could track the Google Analytics to see how many people viewed that specific end page. Mm-hmm. But you would just need to I think sometimes it's okay to trial it and see how it goes, and then swap it out for what's what's best. I'm always saying to my clients the positioning of a of a lead magnet on the page. I love to have it just below the fold because I think it's a really powerful place. But we're always swapping, you know, different bits of sites to different different areas just to see how customers interact with it. Maybe it works better, maybe it doesn't. Mm. It was never a static thing. It's always a sort of a living and breathing thing, really. Okay, that's a, that's a good point. That's an interesting as well. Oh, okay, cool. Anything else? Any other, any other thoughts? I think I would love people to really consider the speed of their website. Yeah. Because I think it's it's a really big factor. I think that when you have a slow website, people will get bored, people yeah. get frustrated. So it is really important. Also, it does hurt your ranking on Google as well, because Google will look at that. And I think I also want to encourage people to really have a modern and clear website. I think that this is your digital shop front and you have to be able to present yourself in the best possible light and i think although there are so we specialize in wordpress because i think wordpress is the the best solution okay but there are other other builders like we spoke about earlier things like wix or squarespace 
if you're just starting a business, sometimes those are better options to go for because uh, you maybe don't have the money to invest. But I think that as soon as you do reach a certain point in your business, you do have to invest in working with a web designer or working with a web agency mm -hmm. who can help you build out your business's website. Mm -hmm. Because it's a re, it's, you know, even with the development of the internet, you're thinking about like Web3, um, you know, and all, you know, the AI boom that's happening at the moment. Oh, yeah. You need your digital presence and you need your website. So I think it's, it's super, super important to, you know, budget for that and, you know, partner with somebody when you can, for sure. Mm. Okay. Professional, get professional help. I, I highly recommend it. <laughs> cool. Well, that's really good. I mean, obviously some bigger businesses have a huge team of people doing this sort of all the time, don't they? So you understand okay. the, the importance of it. Lovely. Cool. Okay, well, I think you've come across some really handy reminders there and tips, and I <laughs> think I'm going to spend the bank holiday now writing a few blogs and putting a bit of a <laughs> bit of a proposal together with a wish list of what I need to do. Because I, I, I must say, I'm as guilty as the next person of not devoting enough time to it and keep making it as up to date as possible. But guilty as charged, right? So I found this very useful. I'm sure lots of other people will as well. Ben, so thank you very, very much. much. Give us your contact details if anybody wants to. Get your advice. Yeah. Find out more about you. So please yeah. come and us at shoutable.co.uk. You can also find us on most social media platforms at Shoutable UK. And we also are, this isn't something we, it's coming really soon. We're doing free website audits. So you can come to our website at shoutable.co.uk, get a free website audit, and then basically we'll go through your website with you on a call. Just talks through some of the things that we think could be improved and also how we can help you as well. So well, uh, if you need an, like no no obligation chat about your website, yeah, absolutely come and find us. And we also obviously do you know web hosting as well, should you just need some web hosting yeah. and any kind of WordPress maintenance too. Definitely That's have a chat with us. That sounds well worth doing. Thank you very much indeed. Okay, cheers, Great. Ben. Thanks very much. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it and would really appreciate it if you could share it with as many people as possible. Even better, please give me a five-star review in iTunes. It'd be a great help. If you'd like me to interview you, want to suggest someone to interview, or interested in sponsoring this podcast, or want to get in touch with me for any reason, please drop me a line at john at rawlingscommunications.com or message me on Instagram at rawlings underscore comms. Thanks very much. Bye for now.